So let's review. Agamar teaches that if a man was and by the time the judgment was issued by Bezin, her status changed from a Naira, there are four such cases. If she became a Bageres, the Knas is paid to her. If she became a Nesua, the Knas is paid to her. If she became an Arusa, Abai says the Knas is paid to her father because she has not yet fully left the Rashus of her father, as we find that by an Arusa who took a vow, it's necessary to have both her father and her husband in all her vow. In a case where she died, and by the time the ruling was issued, she would have been a Begeres, there's a question. Do we say yes, beggar, begaver, av? She is considered a Begeres because she is considered to have aged after death, and therefore the payment does not have to be made to her father, and no payment is made? Or do we say, ain't beggar, begaver, voloi av? She's not considered a Begeres because she's not considered to have aged after death, and therefore the payment has to be made to her father. Take with the question stands. The Gemara proceeds to the next Mishnah, which teaches all the payments a Ma'anus Mafata must make. The Mishnah explains. Hamafata pays for the embarrassment, her loss of value, and the Knas. A ma'anas must also pay for the pain, because in a situation of oinus, a woman has pain, but in a situation of mafat, the pain is minimal and insignificant. The Mishnah proceeds to teach all the differences between ma'anas and mafata. Ma bein oinus l'mafata. Ha'oinus neis nes ha'tzar, v'mafata eina neis nes ha'tzar. A ma'anas pays tzar, and mafata does not pay tzar. Ha'oinus neis miyad, v'hamafata likesh ha'yetzi. A Ma'anas must pay the Knas immediately regardless of whether he marries her or not. And the Mafata only pays the Knas if he does not marry her. However, as the Gemara explains, a Mafata must pay Baishas to Begam immediately. A Ma'anas must marry the Anusa. But a Mafata does not have to marry the Mafuta. He has the option of either marrying her or paying the Knas. The Mishnah proceeds to elaborate. He must marry her even if she is lame, blind, or has boils. However, if she was over Isra Eishas Ish, he may divorce her. And we learn from here, Isha Ruiloi. The Gemara also teaches, in both cases, the girl or her father may decline to marry the man. By Mafata, it says in the Pasuk, the word Avia teaches us that the father may decline. The extra word Yemoin teaches us that the girl may also decline. By Ma'anis, it says in the Pasuk, the word Sia teaches us that it has to be with her agreement. There's a machlek is how we learn that the father may also decline. Abaya says, one cannot gain from the Aver. If the man was not Mi'anis, the girl, he would need her father's agreement to marry her because she is an Ara. So now that he was Ma'anasar, he certainly needs the father's agreement because otherwise he will have benefited from doing this Avera by having the ability to marry her without the father's agreement. Rabbi says it's a Kabochema. The Gemara concludes by presenting a machlekes, If the wife of a ma'anis requests a divorce, 
She does not get a ksuba. Rabbi says, Yesh ksuba mana. Just like every other be'ula. The Gemara explains the machlekes. The Chacham hold. The reason for a ksuba is, Shaloite kal be'en of And a ma'anis is already not allowed to divorce his wife. Rabbi Yehuda holds, Hanami mitzar lo ada amra hi loy Amanus can torment his wife until she says she wants a divorce. Therefore, in order to take Caleb and of Leitzia, if she requests a divorce, he must give her a ksuba of a mana.